Good day, everyone. This is Matt with A Cup of Freedom. Thank you so much for joining us today on the podcast. Today is the day the Lord has made, and we will rejoice in it. God bless you wherever you're listening from. I've got my cup of coffee today. I'm enjoying this cup. I hope you're enjoying a cup wherever you're listening from. Today I want to talk about, uh, we've been talking about what's been done to us, not just for us at salvation. It's so important, I believe, to know who God has made us to be as this new creation and what actually happened to us at salvation is so much more than than forgiveness of sin and going to heaven someday. As great as those things are and as much needed as those things are, that God actually put, brought us into this new life. It wasn't just dealing with the sin problem, but giving us, we were still spiritually dead. And so we needed, we needed life, we needed spiritual life. And he he gave his life for us, right? But he also put his life in us. And this is what I want to talk about today is this beautiful union that we have uh, with, with, with Christ, that we have the fullness of God, the fullness of his life and his powers. We talked about the last two days, but we are in this beautiful union. Uh, now that you're this new creation, I mean, God accomplished this union. He put himself, all three of himself, the Trinity lives in you. In union with you, with you. In other words, Father, Son, Holy Spirit has joined to your new spirit, which we've talked about. You have a new human spirit and a new heart and a new identity. He's he's joined he's joined with you in 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 this beautiful union. And so there's a oneness there. There's a unity that is that is one. You each we're each individual. It's fully Jesus and it's fully us, but then there's also this beautiful union. There's this, there's this connection. There's this, there's this oneness. And First Corinthians six seventeen talks about this. He says, "But the one, the believer who joins himself to the Lord, is one spirit in union with the Lord." So we don't have to think of ourselves now as separated. I truly believe that a lot of Christians, because I was one of them. Uh, was living live live our lives uh, most of the time out of a sense of separation. What do I mean by that? It's like either, well, God, you're up there, somewhere up there in heaven or in the sky somewhere, or you're over there somewhere, and there's we're living out of a sense of either lack or separation, or God has left me, or He's disgusted with me, or He's disappointed with me, or or He's just kind of forgotten about me and doesn't care. So there's not he we we may understand that God loved me and died for my sins but this this personal intimate union is so important because this is the relational aspect that we have in our Lord Jesus Christ it's this it's this oneness it's this beautiful the the the, the best way we can describe it in human terms is is the marriage relationship there's a oneness right the two shall become one it talks about in Genesis uh, and so there's this oneness we we are two but yet we are one, and it's it's a mystery, and we don't understand all of it, but it's true. And so John 14, uh, 20 says this, and these are Jesus's words, In that day you shall know that I am in my Father, and you in me, and I in you. I mean, Jesus is in us, and yet all of this is true. The fullness of Christ, we're complete in Christ, and yet all of the new identity Spiritual characteristics that are true of us are true of us and our new spirit and our new heart, and so it's the it's the it's it's kind of like in the marriage it's it's the husband and the wife they're two individuals, and each of them have their own personality each of them have their own characteristic but yet there's a beautiful oneness to it it's the same 
thing with Jesus. I mean, it, really, marriage doesn't even describe the fullness that we have in Him. It's, it tries to, but we can't really fully, fully uh, define all of this through human uh, definition. But it's fully, it's fully me, and it's fully Jesus. He's made me brand new. He's He's made me a new creation, given me a new spirit and a new heart and a brand new identity, and it's fully him. And then there's a oneness. He's in us. And so so there's a there's it's it's so so beautiful. I think about I think about the scripture that talks about uh in, in Romans eight talks about nothing can separate us, right? Nothing can separate that that's that's those those a lot of times when I'm feeling down or feeling discouraged. I will go to Romans 8. Romans 8 is one of those life-giving scriptures for me. The second half of Romans 8 where it talks about, well, well, what shall we say then? Who's going to separate us from the love of God? Is, is, is all this trouble and tribulation? And, there, and he finally wraps it up and he says, there is nothing that can separate you from the love of God. Nothing. I mean, nothing is an all-inclusive word. Can you receive that from the Spirit in you today and hear that word of encouragement that there's nothing Nothing that can separate you, no trial, no hardship, no addictive behavior. Guess what? If you choose to go into that addictive behavior, your union with Christ is going with you. You don't take him off and put him on the table and then go. No, you're taking him wherever you go. You're in union with Christ. This is transformational uh, because a lot of times we live our lives as we live it in compartments, this is my God time over here, and then I'm going to go back and do my other things, work and family. No, it's all one. Wherever you go, Jesus goes. You go to work, he goes with you. You go to, I don't want to say, you go to a strip club, he goes with you. You go to whatever, he goes with you. He's not, he's not leading you to those behaviors. We, all, we already know that God doesn't tempt us. Scripture says that. We're tempted by the flesh. We're tempted by the enemy. We're tempted by those lies that are coming at us. But Christ is working in us in this beautiful union. And that's where I truly believe the greatest freedom comes from knowing the presence of God is always there. But here's the thing. We don't always believe it, do we? We just don't. Let's just be honest. I didn't always believe it, especially in my 20-year-plus my addiction. There were a lot of times where I was like, God, you've, you've left me. You're done with me. There's no way that I really believe that he was in union with me, or especially when I was sinning, he left, he left. But no, even in those moments where I was choosing to go against who I truly was and my identity, he was there. His presence is the greatest freedom. And when Scripture talks about a way of escape, it's his presence in you. It's this union that you have. You can simply say, a temptation comes. I'm, I'm one with you, Jesus. I'm one with you. This beautiful union is, 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 is all that I need to say no to that temptation. It's all that I need. And, and Hebrews 13.5, which is an unbelievably, another great scripture. I would encourage you to go to these scriptures today. But uh, Hebrews 13.5 says, I will never leave you and I will never forsake you. We can see this in the heart of Jesus, even in the physical of Jesus when, he, when he's in the garden, right? He he kind of he kind of is feeling that emotional the emotional weight of what he's getting ready to do of going to the cross and he says Lord if there if there's any way take this cup from me and then he even says on the cross Lord why have you forsaken me the emotion comes out but then even at that after that he he expresses the emotion but then he says 
Lord, into, into thy hands I commit thee. He, he stayed obedient all the way to the cross for us. So he knew that he could have this beautiful union with us. And oh my goodness, I, I get teary-eyed on thinking about that because we, we can see the humanity in Jesus in that moment. Sure, he was fully God, but he was also fully man and he felt the weight of what was, was getting ready to happen. But he does this all out of his great love for us. Because he knew that he wanted this beautiful, intimate, inseparable, eternal relationship with us. This eternal, inseparable union with us. And and just like in in a lot of wedding ceremonies, you say, what God has brought together, let no man bring apart, tear apart, or, or separate. They'll say it like that. Same way here. There's no man. There's nothing that can separate. No man, no sin, no... And, and sure, do we we don't want to be going to the sin. And that's the reason why you're wrestling with it. You're like, it's not me. It's never going to sit right with you. And that's why it's a struggle. And that's why it's, that's why you're like, no, because, because the Spirit of God in you is counseling you. He's testifying to your spirit that you're one with Jesus. That you're one with Jesus. And this union is your new identity. This new human spirit, this new heart that he's given you, this new identity, it's it's yours all because of what Jesus did on the cross and resurrection. You receive it. You didn't earn any of this. You can't cause any of this union. But guess what? You can certainly draw from this union. I, I've, I've been thinking about that word drawing from, right? So I've got a cup of coffee here in front of me. It's got coffee in it. And that's that's the coffee's there. But if I don't draw from it or drink from it, it's still there. But I didn't I didn't tap into it. I didn't go to so 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 the union is there. What is my choice every day? I can draw from the union of Christ. And that this is so different than me trying to in my own way depend on trying to fight this struggle or fight this battle or defeat this temptation. I am invited to draw from the union that I have in Christ, from the fullness, from the completeness, from the from the new identity, from the new heart that he's given me. It's all him causing and affecting it, but I get to choose. I can wake up every day and say, am I going to choose to to believe and trust and draw from the union that I have with Jesus? Or am I going to struggle out and operate out of a sense of lack and think I got to go after it? And it's going to be up to me. And most of the time, if we're honest, we're still kind of saying that. We're still kind of living that way. And God's inviting us. He's not forcing this on us, but he wants you to see this beautiful, intimate relationship that he, he did all this for you because he loves you that much and he cares for you and he delights in you. He delights in you and he says, that's my much loved son. That's my much loved daughter. And in them, I am well pleased. In them, I am well pleased. Do we believe it? Do we accept it? Do we do we do we live in it? Do we walk in it? Those are the invitations today. And and we know it's never going to come out of condemnation. It's never going to come out of conviction. We've already been declared not guilty because of the blood of Jesus. We have this union now, and he says to you today, I will never leave you. I will never forsake you. And I want it. Maybe you can maybe you can go to the Lord with this question. And so you know, ask God to reveal this to you. But since God has, has given you this inseparable union, he can never leave you. Uh, can you lose any of this? Can Will God ever leave you? Will God is ever be separated from you? And even can you lose your salvation? Because I know this is a lot of people struggle with this. And so 
engage with God. Go to the Lord and simply ask Him to reveal this to you in a deeper way. What does it mean that you have this deep union with Him? And and then if you're doubting your salvation or you're even doubting that you that He's even there a lot of times, just ask God to reveal that in a deeper way. Because I am confident that when we ask for that, He will reveal that. He does it all through His Holy Spirit, but He will reveal those truths to us. And He is the one that can convince us, because He began this good work in you. He is the one that can convince us through His Holy Spirit that this is true. That this is true. And and this and if you're you're doubting God's love for you today, if you're doubting that He's there, maybe you maybe you just you, you're hearing all this stuff about Him being in union with you, but you're just you're doubting it. It's okay. God can handle it. Go to the Lord with that. Go to the Lord for that and ask Him to reveal what He did to you at salvation, not just for you. Not just for you, but what He did to you. And all that He accomplished in you and to you and now wants to accomplish through you at the cross and resurrection. And He did so much more than forgive your sins. He gave you His life and He gave you this, this new life and this new identity. And now you can simply say, thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. So I hope this encourages you today. Reach out to us if you'd like to contact us. Uh, We would love to hear from you. If you would like to support this ministry, there'll be a link uh, in the podcast notes where you can give us a gift and support us. We are so grateful for those of you that have already supported and come alongside of us. And as always, we would appreciate your prayers. So as we say here on this podcast, come as you are and find freedom. We'll talk to you next time. Thank you.